0: you ready? Sure. Are you ready? If I botch and it, you'll just fix it. So no. more fix work it for it you. Fix it in post. Fix no, it in post. It. Just fix right. it in post. We're live
1: in five, four, three.
0: I just want to capture that on audio next time. Five, four, five, four three. three. <laughs> it was so extra. That's why
1: I'm the host <laughs> and he sits there with the whiteboard.
0: And welcome to the Bank Film Podcast, where we talk all things entertainment, film, and music. I'm your guest, Holly, and this is your host, Eric Gordonberg. Welcome.
1: The way you said that makes it sound like you're both.
0: Yeah. I'm obviously also co hosting this since you're no, fucking lazy. There's no
1: co host. <laughs> and I didn't want to do this podcast after how rude. And disrespectful and ungrateful you were at the end of the last one,
0: and yet here I am.
1: Hi. It, it's really because we just wanted Josh. diversity. <laughs> we, we wanted Josh Actually, to be jealous. Yeah,
0: that's absolutely
1: that's the truth. The only reason we're like, here. how
0: can we like just poke between the ribs and twist a little, mm-hmm. and he's gonna hate it so much, and it makes me happy.
1: That like, hey, <laughs> hey, Josh, if you're listening to this. He's going to be like, fuck you guys. You could be the other voice right now, but you're not, because it's not all about you.
0: (laughs) So, earlier today, when I was listening to the podcast to catch myself up, I couldn't (laughs) force myself to watch the first one, because I know there's 15 minutes of banana involved, and I was like, I don't think if I can mentally handle this while I'm at work, i got to do this shit on the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) So, I haven't seen that part yet, but I know.
1: (laughs) I know what happened. I also can't watch it, because I don't remember everything that I did. (laughs) So, I will leave that up if you have not seen that. That is episode one. Watch at your own risk.
0: (laughs) I'm sure it'll be worth it. I'll get to it eventually. Um, Tonight, we're going to be discussing all things Marvel versus DC.
1: So... What do you think of Marvel currently?
0: Oh, God, it's shit. I hate it so much.
1: But when did, it, when did that change?
0: Um, I think the first couple of shows that came out on Disney Plus at the very beginning were really good. Like, I was totally into WandaVision. I really enjoyed Loki. Um, I thought Captain America and um, Winter Soldier that, I, I that, actually that really movie
1: came out like fifteen years ago.
0: <laughs> um, no, the
1: Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, there we go,
0: Falcon and Winter. Soldier. <laughs> they didn't even. Yeah, they didn't even give him the name Captain America yet because that's what he's grappled with that whole uh, series or whatever. But um, I even really enjoyed that. But then after that, I don't know. It just fell flat. I couldn't get engaged. I was like trying to watch the episodes and like feel like, oh, my God, I can't wait for the next one to come on, you know, like where I'm going to stay up and binge watch because I can't help it and then feel miserable at work the next
1: day. And I just fucking
0: couldn't get into it.
1: It felt like they had things sort of running on autopilot.
0: Yeah. Like they felt like they had a formula and they were just like, we don't have to put any effort into this anymore. People are just going to watch it anyways. And it's like, well, you get complacent, you get lazy, and you don't put any effort into the character development. And that's what people care about. And I just didn't care about anything. Like, the She-Hulk, like, even as a female, I was like, oh God, really this again? Like, make her be something that women are proud to see and that isn't, like, a war cry.
1: You didn't like the twerking scene?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That was, like, so secondhand embarrassing to watch. <laughs> I'm like, ah. Why? Why? Like, none of that needs to be it's a thing. Funny. Yeah, it's not, It's though. so funny. It's, like, just, like... So I'm going to crap on Marvel briefly here from Endgame. When you make extremely obvious efforts to be, like, pro-feminism, it's just, like, to people like me, or at least women like me, it's embarrassing. Like, I get so cringy because you don't have to do that for men like men aren't like yo check us out we're like awesome right yeah, now Yeah, but that's because
1: we're always in the spotlight
0: <laughs> oh yeah and so it's like that scene at the end where it's just like all of a sudden girl power and they're like you know i'm gonna charge into battle because we're like look at us where all the chicks can take these guys on it was just like
1: <laughs> i i thought the first time they did that in infinity war it was, s- it was kind of cool because it was like, oh, that's all the female characters coming together for the first time. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And then in Endgame, they're like, let's do it again, but bigger and, and more better. more cringy Yeah. And then they're like, <laughs> 15 female superheroes all at once.
0: It was like, ready, girls? Uh-huh. Let's go get them. And it was like, I mean, I sighed so hard watching that in the theater. I was like...
1: We kind okay. of talked about this a little <laughs> bit on a previous episode about who these mo- who who movies are targeted towards the audience. Oh sure. And I'm generalizing, but people still probably get mad. <laughs> I feel like Pitchforks. yeah, I feel like most. Most, Not all. Not everyone. (laughs) Not all. It's okay if you're not in this group.
0: I don't think you vanguard that enough.
1: You gotta... I didn't. Now they're going to say I'm being (laughs) condescending. I feel like... Quit
0: mansplaining, (laughs) damn
1: it. (laughs) The majority of people that I know that watch these movies are men. Yeah. I think that's... For for the most part. There's tons of of women that love these movies. But it seems like it's more targeted towards men and boys.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit more unique for there to be a large women audience with anything comic book related, I feel like. Um, it's There's definitely a large audience of women that enjoy them. But yeah, it's going to be primarily male audience. And that's how like comic books originated. So many, like, since, I don't know, when the hell did Stanley and <laughs> everybody start creating comic books? It's been primary male audience that whole time. And women are around, but yeah, it's
1: not as prominent. That's why I thought it was a little weird after Endgame because it feels like they're they're trying to... I mean, I assume their goal is to expand their audience. Mm -hmm. They're trying to find different groups, more diversity, not because they're good people, but because they want more money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But the problem
1: (laughs) is that they're doing it at the expense of the fans that got them there. Right. So I'm going to go on a bit of a rant real quick.
0: <laughs> rant away.
1: Post-Endgame. Mm. Let's see. Let's, uh, where do we start? Um, no, we're good. Well, I mean, there's we'll a We'll start bit with of good... Loki. Okay. So they do Loki. Yeah. And then they're like, but what if Loki is with... Female Loki.
0: Yeah, for representation.
1: But, like, when you watch the show, you don't feel that. It doesn't feel forced. It was good. I loved that show. When you
0: don't feel it, that's when you know it's been done well. Yes. Like, when representation has been done well is when it's not obvious and you're not, like, slapped in the face
1: with it. So then after that, they're, like, not going in any particular order. They're, like, hey, man, let's do a Hulk Show, <laughs> And they're like, yes, the Hulk is going to get a she TV show. And then they're like, I like that, but what if instead of Hulk, we actually do, do she- a- She-Hulk. Yes. <laughs> and then people are kind of like, okay, uh, that could be cool. I mean, we mm-hmm. really like this Hulk that's already very underdeveloped and underutilized, but... Yeah okay yeah we'll give that a shot but do you think maybe we could get like uh could you bring daredevil back we'd really love to see daredevil again and no like,
0: fuck you he just gets to be side ass
1: <laughs> <like>, yeah <laughs> but then even better they're like how about instead of that we do echo and they're like who's echo are you just making this up now echo it's like female daredevil Oh, man. It's like, okay, but what's unique about her? I don't know. She's got one leg, and she's she's deaf. <laughs> and now we're getting an echo show that nobody wants to watch, which nothing against the actress. I don't know if you knew this, but she's actually deaf, and I think she only has one leg, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she, no, she which was... is insane.
0: She was in the Jeremy Renner... Um, oh my god why can't I I'm blanking on his character's
1: name right now from Marvel
0: yeah Hawkeye Hawkeye he was, she was in that show that's what I'm talking right. about right yeah, yeah yeah and she was a phenomenal actress right so it's no dogging on her
1: and her acting abilities whatsoever but there's just, like... It's like Han Solo, the movie. Like, we nobody <laughs> asked for that. Why are you making this? And they pick somebody who looks
0: absolutely nothing like I him. actually like, kind of kinda...
1: liked that movie a little bit. But anyway... I did,
0: I did too, to be, so be, like, fully honest, yeah. The yeah. movie itself wasn't bad if I hadn't been, like, in the mindset that it should have been Han Solo. If it was, like, another Star Wars, like, side story that was just, like, slightly related, I would have been, like, yeah, this movie was really good. But because it was supposed to be Han Solo was the hard part to digest.
1: So, continuing my rant. Yes, back to Marvel. So then they're like, hey boss, um, we got a new Thor movie. Ragnarok was universally loved. What should we do with this one? We're thinking of like, can we bring back the hammer? People miss the hammer. Bring back the hammer. And then they're like, okay, fine. We'll bring back the hammer, but... Lady Thor gets the hammer. For
0: no reason whatsoever. That makes sense.
1: So then they're like, okay, well, what about Black Panther? We got to figure out what to do with that movie. Like, who's going to take up the mantle, right? And they're like, this M'Baku guy is really tough and cool. And they kind of felt like they almost were developing that a little in the mm-hmm. first one. And then they're like, no, it's going to be a sister. Like, which
0: I could even get on board with that. like I
1: can't, because she's already the smartest person ever, and now she's also the Black Panther. It's like, it's kind of...
0: They could, they could take a lineage take with that, though, where it would kind of, like, justify it, because it's still within the bloodline, which they were kind of going with, since it was the father, then the son, and then it could be the sister, because the son died very unexpectedly and, like, tragically. But with Shuri... The character arc that they gave her was so like almost unredeemable that you just hated her. Kind of in the in that movie, I was like, I'm not like championing, championing, champ. Oh my god, I can't
1: championing,
0: champion, championing her at all in that movie. Like, I didn't care about what happened to her. By the end, I was like, no, I hate her character. She's a crappy person. She does not deserve to be the Black Panther. And they tried to make it, like, a little bit of a redemption arc. But I just, at that point, I was so turned off by, like, how crappy the character was. I was like, no, she was really interesting and funny and, like, a cool sidekick in the first movie. And then they, like, took the tragedy And then just made it ruin the characters to the point where I was like, no, she doesn't deserve to be the Black Panther.
1: Imagine if that whole movie, because I felt like the plot was, she was struggling not only to move on. Yeah. But imagine if instead he did become Black Panther and she had to struggle with accepting not only that he's gone, but that somebody else is taking up that title. And she struggles with accepting that. But in the end, she has to. And then she has to use her intelligence to help him. Like, wouldn't that be way more in-depth and emotional? Instead, they're just like, nah, you're everything. Yeah.
0: I mean, it does feel like a gimme. You know, they're just like, well, we don't really have a better solution for this, and we don't want to think about it too hard. The easy solution here is to just, like, do more female empowerment that we think is gonna satisfy a female audience that isn't that prominent.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's true at all because look what they did with Hawkeye. They were like, you know what? We're <laughs> finally doing a Hawkeye show. And they're like,
0: Yes. Dude, I
1: was really okay. But I'm wait, a- but wait. He's not the main character. No. And they're like, Well, who's the main character? And they're like, Well, it's Hawkeye. But mm-hmm. you just said it well, no, it's not him. It's it's a girl that is
0: Hawkeye that was the most disappointing fucking series I have seen in a long time I was so disappointed when I watched that and I was so excited when I heard that it was happening because I feel like Hawkeye was extremely underrated during like the series and they did a good job of like keeping like an undertone of him and like and his importance because Jeremy Renner is just like a killer actor like anything he does he's fantastic at it Even when people were crapping on him for taking over, like, the Bourne series in that one movie, I thought he just killed it. So, anyways, Jeremy Renner fan, yeah. But he was a really powerful character as Hawkeye, so I'm like, finally he's going to get his credit doing a solo show. And then they immediately just hand it off to, like, a side character we've never heard of. We don't even care about her because
1: she's, like, a bratty rich kid. I will say I actually did like her character. I don't...
0: I mean, maybe I'm a little biased because Haley, what, Steinfield? Yeah. Steinfeld? Um, I'm not a big fan of hers. I kind of struggle to... See, I
1: didn't know anything about her until that show. And I actually loved that show until the last episode.
0: I feel like the stuff that I've seen her in before now is very similar. So it wasn't like a character stretch for her. So it just felt like kind of a regurgitation of like other things that she's done before. So it didn't feel like anything unique and earned. Yeah, It felt handed again. And it was like, man, we could have had like a really powerful Hawkeye series. And then it was immediately just like, nope, it's this rich little brat who Mm -hmm. lost her family.
1: What did you think of (laughs) Miss Marvel?
0: I didn't watch it
1: because at that point I was
0: like, fuck this shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I watched, I think, the first two episodes. And it, it was well done. I could tell it was well done. But it was another example of just this show is not meant for me to watch, I don't think.
0: Yeah, it felt like it was aimed at a much younger audience, just in general, from like the promos that yeah. I was like being, you know, pushed on Disney Plus and stuff. And I knew that she was a character because I watched the new Doctor Strange movie. And so I saw like the introduction of her character. And it was interesting, but it definitely.
1: Wait, she wasn't in Doctor Strange, Miss Marvel? Miss Marvel Yeah. she wasn't in that movie.
0: Are you sure? The little girl that can make portals?
1: No, that's not her. Which one is she then? She's uh America Chavez or something like that. Did what? you just make an accidentally racist? <laughs> that's not the same character Or what actress. character is she? Which which one?:
0: The one from Hawkeye or the one from Doctor. Strange? I thought that was her introduction to the (laughs) MCU. That's a completely
1: different character. Which one
0: is she then? Because she's She's a Marvel. She's
1: new to that movie.
0: I'm pretty sure. What character was she then? Because they kept referring to her as Miss Marvel.
1: Not in that movie. I think you're confusing something.
0: We're going to Google this.
1: You don't have to Google it.
0: We're going to Google
1: it right now. You can read the comments that are being typed right now (laughs) as we're having this conversation. She was introduced... Miss Marvel. In a... So the, the girl in Doctor Strange was introduced in Doctor Strange. Remember she... Like a bee stung her or whatever. And her parents tried to save her or they were there and she accidentally like sent them into a different universe. Or she sent herself into a different unver- yeah. universe. I can't remember.
0: I thought that was Miss Marvel. No. What the hell was her character then in Doctor Strange? I just Doctor told you. It was, it was but called, what was it called? It was,
1: it, her name's like America Chavez or something. America Chavez. Yeah, that's so literally
0: you, her character's name? Yeah, that's first not get...
1: First hit is, who is America Chavez in Doctor Strange?
0: <laughs> yeah, I literally thought it was the same character.
1: But see, I think that says a lot about the current state of the MCU. Right. Is we just don't know who these people are anymore. Yeah,
0: and I don't care either because none of them have like a strong enough plot or a character development that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm really interested in learning more about this random B character that I've never heard of before. I mean, granted... Well, the, for- the
1: B isn't really a character in that scene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a side character. It's a plot
1: device. <laughs> um, what do you think about the, the music as a whole for the MCU?
0: As a whole?
1: Like, just in general.
0: Um, underwhelming. Yeah. Like, it's not memorable. Like, I don't... So, being a nerd for movie scores, I have very, very few Marvel scores on my playlist. Which like, ones are on your playlist? Um, There are some from Endgame, like the scene where... Portals? So like, portals. Yeah. No, not that one. It's the one where um, Scarlett Johansson's character, Black Widow, uh, and Jeremy Renner mm. Hawkeye are fighting over yep. who's gonna kill themselves.
1: That music's uh, really good. Yeah, that Did music you know is very good. That that music comes back in Hawkeye. Did it? When he's he's like outside of a building, there's some kind of memorial thing.
0: Well and they also used it like in a form when Gamora was killed too yes. by Thanos. Yeah. So like they've regurgitated it throughout the series, but the like the build was when Hawkeye and Black Widow were fighting.
1: That's because Alan Silvestri did those movies, and, <laughs> and he's awesome.
0: So that one was really good. That one was actually fantastic. So I have that one, and I also loved—I um, can't remember the second <laughs> Thor movie's name right now.
1: Dark World?
0: Dark World. I loved the score that they used when his mother was killed, Freya, and then when Loki was like supposedly killed, but he didn't actually die. That score that they use several times throughout that movie is kind of like the theme. I thought that was really good, too. So I like those two specifically stood out to me. But beyond that, for the most part, they're kind of like they're there and they can be powerful at the right moments. But they're not really memorable where I'm like searching them to like add them to my playlist, if that makes sense.
1: That's pretty much it, then? Yeah, for the most part. We did this movie a couple of years ago called The Worst Movie Ever Made. And it was about a fake production set for a superhero movie, like (laughs) the worst superhero movie. Mm -hmm. So at that time, I was researching a bunch of MCU music to come up with a theme for this character. And I ended up realizing that basically every one of these themes use the same three to four chords every time. In particular, there's this one superhero chord where you change one of the notes and it gives you that superhero sound and you can hear that in (laughs) things like even like the new spider-man games and everything sure it's like the superhero sound but i've noticed that in the mcu there are certain movies that when they do it it's like really really memorable and other times it's it works right but you don't really remember it so i think the best example of that is guardians of the galaxy
0: yeah, I would agree. Most of that soundtrack was only amazing because they took pop culture songs oh, from the eighties. I'm not talking the about 80s. that, I'm talking right? About but the that's score. the that's the only reason that people remember any music in that movie. Yeah, they don't remember any of the score music, which is a
1: bummer because the main theme <laughs> in those movies is awesome. And I was super bummed when I saw the third one. And did you see the third one? I haven't yet. What? I
0: know. It's
1: one of the really good ones.
0: I know. I've heard it's really good.
1: They don't play that People I know
0: have told me. (laughs) They don't
1: play that main theme until like two hours into the movie.
0: Hmm.
1: And it's mostly because they have a new theme for Rocket and they really...
0: Hammered that one in. yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's good. It's really good and it's emotional and everything. But it bummed me out to the point where I was actually wondering if they had a different composer on it. Oh, because the mcu does that sometimes they switch composers and then they don't carry over any of the themes sure like doctor strange <laughs> you hear the theme in the second one like once or twice yeah. kinda and you just don't hear it again and it's like that's a bummer
0: that movie was just pure chaos in general, though.
1: but they end up in guardians they end up playing that theme like two hours into it and i remember when it happens they're flying a ship and like things are blowing up and as soon as i heard it it's just like this overwhelming emotion of, like it's it's their like togetherness music. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense.
0: So do you think that it was better then that they didn't include it up until that point, so no. that moment felt more powerful, or no. you felt it was really absent?
1: It was. It felt absent. I mean, I understand why they did it. It technically, I guess, I think it played it in the very beginning on like it. Uh, there's a soft piano thing going on in the background, but. Yeah, it felt missed. It bummed me out a little bit. Um, I will say my favorite soundtrack ever is from a Marvel movie.
0: Really? Okay.
1: (laughs) And it's post-Endgame.
0: Post-Endgame. And I
1: had no idea I was even going to like this movie. I thought this movie was going to be terrible. Okay. And it is so good. You want to guess? Drum roll. Should I guess?
0: (laughs) I don't like, I can't even name all the movies that have come out since Endgame is over.
1: It was Shang-Chi.
0: Oh, actually. Yeah, that was a good movie. That was a pretty good movie.
1: The music in that movie. I don't know if you remember it. It Vaguely. so good. Ridiculously good,
0: I've only seen it the one time and it was in theaters, and it was a really long time ago. Mm-hmm. So if I watched it again, I'd probably resonate more with the music.
1: yeah, I loved it i I specifically remember this scene the the one where he's under the water and the dragon comes up, sure, and it's so emotional from the music. it's just amazing
0: well, that's like that's the whole point of score is to make you empower those moments that are supposed to be really dramatic. And like swell that up because without the music there, it'd be like, this is good, but Mm -hmm. like real life, a little lackluster.
1: So do you think the, do you think the DC movies have better music?
0: Absolutely. It's Hans Zimmer. So hands down, he wins every time.
1: Okay. I'm going to say something controversial. (gasps) Controversial. And it has to do with Hans Zimmer. Which actually is interesting because if you're in like the music community, people like hate um, Hans Zimmer.
0: Oh, that's a shame. It is. Pe-
1: people it makes think me sad. People think he's like the the Taylor Swift before. <laughs> Everyone loves Taylor Swift now. Do they? Kinda. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I do. You know. I. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. I would go to a concert. but... I would not. <laughs> I wouldn't pay money. But, um... <laughs> I don't even think I would take a ticket if it was no, free, to be honest. I heard it's yeah. crazy, but... I
0: don't even care. Anyway, like I... yeah.
1: That's how people feel about Hans Zimmer. Well, oh, not normal. everyone, but a lot of people in, like, the composer industries, they think that he's... Every score sounds the same, and he's so generic and boring, because there's this new thing happening with music and movies where, like, the more weird it is, the better it is, which I completely mm-hmm. disagree with. Yeah. Um which is fine. I get that people are bored of hearing this same kind of thing over and over again, but...
0: Yeah, but I, I mean, like, as many Hans Zimmer scores as I have on my playlist, they all feel different to me. Like, sure, yeah, the movies, like, within a genre can feel very similar, and he's definitely got a style, which is why people seek him out for their projects, because they want that style, but to me they each have like a unique life of their own that makes you feel different things for each movie.
1: I think it's gotten that more me- generic recently.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah. Like I, I
1: feel like his older stuff is a lot more diverse, but anyway, I'm gonna say something controversial. Whip it out. I hate the Wonder Woman theme. <laughs> That stupid guitar. I hate that so much. I don't know why. If you like it, that's fine. When I hear that, I want to put my head through a wall. It is so cheesy and an- there's nothing about that that makes me go, yeah! I hate it. I hate it so much. So... So yes, I I don't think the DC what a hot music, take, yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel like a lot of people love that soundtrack for I some mean, reason.
0: I don't hate it. I don't think it's amazing. But I did enjoy it like the first few times I heard it because it was so unique. Like, and it was was def- it though? Like to me, like, yeah, it was because like her It sounds
1: e- like the Power Rangers.
0: <laughs> um, maybe it's been too long since I have watched the Power Rangers that it didn't resonate. But like when she made her entrance in the Dawn of Justice movie, I think it was right. Um, uh
1: yes.
0: Like it was cool. What like not. to me it was cool. Like when. Her character would arrive on scene and be totally badass, and and then 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 you get. (laughs) 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 Yeah,
1: (laughs) I remember I saw that with my brother uh, the um, Batman versus Superman. Yeah, we decided to go see it, and which I
0: I loved that whole movie. That movie
1: was that movie was horrible though. (laughs) But anyway. Save that for another time. Your
0: mom's name is the same as my mom's name? Yeah.
1: Well, I guess it won't kill you now.
0: (laughs) My mind totally changed.
1: I remember hearing that theme in that movie, Mm -hmm. and I felt like I just looked at him, and it was like, should we leave? Comedic. Should we leave? This is bad. (laughs) This is really bad. But I think that Marvel has... Their music should be way better but i still think it's probably better than dc because i don't remember any of the dc music.
0: See and i remember more dc music than i do marvel. Like which movies? Um so the very first superman movie, um uh, Man of Steel. Yeah. I loved the score in that movie. Um What are you going to do when you're not saving the world is a f- Who fucking did that awesome one? song? Hans Zimmer.
1: Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, i don't know. He's done
0: that. <laughs> like Almost all of the DC movies, which is why they're probably awesome. He did the Christopher Nolan Batman series. Yeah. Um, and all... Of, well, so, he didn't
1: do them by himself. Well.
0: <laughs> so, the, like, but DC in general, to me, has a history of having at least music that's been really memorable for me. And, like, to the point where I'm like, man, I'm definitely going to search that out and add it. <laughs> but, like, Marvel kind of gets lost in the shuffle maybe it's because there's more of it and it just kind of gets like kind of lost in the shuffle
1: i don't know but like i'm gonna i'm gonna put you on the spot you ready do you remember the music from aquaman just (sighs) yet yes or no no do you remember the music from the flash
0: i haven't seen the flash yet
1: that soundtrack actually was pretty good was it did you do I'll you remember out. the music from Wonder Woman other than the main theme? No, Wonder Woman two.
0: Uh, let's not talk about that one. That one doesn't count. About, We're gonna pretend like that doesn't how exist. How about Justice
1: League? Do you remember the? <laughs> do you remember a main theme for the Justice League?
0: Um, not off the top of my head.
1: No. How about Shazam? I never saw that. First one was actually pretty good. How about? The Joker. There's two. There is two. <laughs> I never saw The Joker. You didn't see The Joker? No. So the music in that one, I believe it won some awards, and I think it was... Is this
0: The Joker that was um, Jaqueline Phoenix?
1: Yes. Jaqueline?
0: Jaqueline, jo- whatever.
1: However you say it. Yeah. I'm going um, to butcher names. <laughs> I think that was the same composer that did Chernobyl, if I remember correctly. Ooh, that was a good series. So the soundtrack is like very weird and unique, and I think it won some awards. I can't remember, though. Mm. But the point I'm making is, with all of these Marvel movies, I know people are going to disagree, but I feel like I remember them at least more. I may not like them more, but I remember them more. I don't remember... Marvel movies,
0: specific themes, other than, like, Iron Man, just because it's been a long, like, around for so long, and there were so many (laughs) versions of... And it
1: changed every movie?
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, I can't, I could probably name less from Marvel than I can, or that I would recognize from DC, but they both have, like, ups and downs, but... Like, for them being such powerhouse film industries that they are, or, you know, sagas, whatever the hell you want to call them, they should have a lot more powerful music than they do. They should. (laughs) There's just, like, one here and there every once in a while that's really notable, and you're like, wow, that was amazing. And they have the capability of doing it, obviously.
1: It, It makes me wonder, because, like, all of the composers that work on these movies are, like, huge... Hollywood composers like, like Silvestri and like Brian Tyler and Giacchino and all these people are like doing every movie that's out there and you watch (laughs) these movies and it makes you wonder if it's like a more on the producer or director end where they're just like, make it really generic superhero stuff because you know, those people can make really insane music.
0: Yeah. Lost is one of my favorite soundtracks. Yeah. Like amazing music. And it, Yeah. Kind of gets. Like, hey, yeah, we just need to whip this out quick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> don't punch, put much much effort into it. We need it for the graphics budget.
1: Did you know that Giacchino's like directing movies now? Is he? Yeah, I like can't what? remember what movie. I think he's he's either done two or he's about to do his second. Hmm. So that guy is just like living the dream right now. Yeah. Because I don't know if you knew he did like Spider Man. Which... The newer ones.
0: Like, all of the new Marvel ones? Yeah. Or, like, Marvel Sony ones? Yep.
1: He okay. did um, uh, Doctor Strange. He's got a really signature
0: sound, so usually when I'm in a movie, I'll hear, like, certain instruments and the way he uses them, and I'll be like, I think I know who that is, and then I'll look it up afterwards. I'm like, yeah.
1: I had that <laughs> happen with um, Night at the Museum. Oh, I was okay. re-watching it with someone. And the end credits were playing on the TV and I was like, that really sounds like Alan Silvestri. (laughs) And I looked it up and it was, and I was like, oh, I'm such a nerd. Like, how can people tell that? You know, just, it's like the, the runs and the things that they do in their music, they have a writing style.
0: Yeah. They definitely have like a certain signature sound that even when they're making it unique for different movies, it's, it's still there. It still resonates. So it's just, yeah, that's kind of funny. (laughs) So, there was, I can't remember what the hell movie it was right now, but I was like, oh, man. Oh, Star Trek. Which one? I, I think any of them. Um, the new ones. Yeah. So anything with uh, Chris uh, Pine. Yep. Like, I immediately knew it was the same composer. <laughs> Do
1: you know who did those?
0: Yeah, it was Michael, I can't remember how I'm going to butcher oh. his last name because it's so Italian.
1: <laughs> it's Giacchino. Giacchino. And I know that because he did an AMA on Reddit. Thank God. And someone asked him.
0: Yes. So Giacchino, he did the start like some of the Star Trek stuff. And I was like, that's the last guy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like I knew it just like watching the movie. I was like, yep, I know that.
1: So I noticed that you're wearing a Bink film sweatshirt. Yeah. Where'd you get that?
0: I don't know. I just found it on the floor.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. The floor or the store?
0: The floor.
1: Does that rhyme?
0: I don't, floor, store? Yeah, probably.
1: I mean, kind of. Well
0: enough for right now. Yeah, sure. We'll go How with it. How is
1: it? Do you recommend it?
0: Yeah, it's comfortable. It's very comfortable. It, Highly recommend. It doesn't, Soft cotton.
1: It's Well, if you found it on the floor, it doesn't like smell. No,
0: or? not too much. No. Like it was like, it was, it was wearable. I was like, okay, this is fine.
1: It's because we order those from China and we don't ask where they came from. Kidding. Joke. It's a joke. (laughs) I mean, they probably still come from China, but... Did you just accidentally act a little racist? That's not racist. How is that racist? I didn't say it came from China, therefore it's poorly made and it smells like crap. That's not what I said. It was a little sketch. Sketch? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think that probably about does it. (laughs) Thanks
0: for watching the Bank Film Podcast.
1: You can find us on all social media except Instagram because they suck. Yeah. Because they banned us. They banned us for... Yeah, dicks. What was it for? I pull it up. We had like, what, a hundred... We had, like, 100 followers or something, and they said we, like... We broke the community guidelines. Yeah, we broke community but when, guidelines. But one not say what it was, yeah. and they just locked you out of your yeah, account. Yeah, and then we just yeah. locked So we're like, we're not using that platform So
0: F you, yeah. Insta.
1: Yeah. Inst- eat it. We Insta
0: got out of there. <laughs> and now you're on TikTok. We are. And all the other major platforms.
1: Yeah. Check us out now. Thanks for watching.
0: Good.